Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back and talk about it and laugh about it along the way. I'm joined, as always, by Dan Klein. Hello. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, as always. And <laughs> we have a very special guest, a friend of ours, a comedian, all-around great guy, creator of AP Bio, Mike O'Brien. Hello, Mike. Hi, guys. Thanks for having Woo! me. Woo. Um, our pleasure. Thank you for, for joining us. Um, we're catching you mid-quarantine. How's it, how, how's it been? It's, it's been all right. I've been busy editing season three of AP Bio, and, and so I feel very lucky to be, have had a, a lot of work. Um, and otherwise, it's just me and my dog going on dog walks. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's That been, sounds rough. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. It's just really, really, it. really bad. <laughs> oh, man. And, and out of curiosity, Dan and I have very, uh, w you know, we famously have no Bible experience going into this podcast. Do you have a religious background in any way that we should know about that would help us? Yes. I am uh, uh, Irish Catholic and did 12 years of Catholic school, oh, yeah. which is not as Bible-y as like some Christian denominations, but, um, you know, every Sunday we did uh, one of the gospel readings and then, um, but not a lot of um, old Testament, which I know, I, th I believe you guys obviously are still in. Um, now, yeah. But I did, I will tell you for 10 episodes from now or more that I, I did a sketch uh, comedy album uh, 11 years ago or something. And I had a sketch um, called sexy Bible that was, um, Scarlett Johansson reading passages from the Bible, but um, it's a shaky premise, but the radio station that she's working for makes everything sexy. So she's reading it sexy, even though it's the Bible. The uh, point of the story is that I found in Deuteronomy the funniest shit I'd ever, I couldn't believe the sentences. And really? it, it gets into just I think some I like- I remember this. Well, is, it, is it head shaving? It's a lot about, it's just rules. And rules. the rules are insane. And yeah, if 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 so and so has been outside the village and looks at a man, shave her head, uh, you know, throw a rock at one ankle, it gets so fun. You guys are get oh great, all right. You're gonna get love Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Yeah, cool. Does that happen after Genesis, or is that way deeper? Um, I'm not sure where it is in the Old Testament. Uh, but yeah, because we're about halfway through Genesis right now. We're not going anywhere fast. I don't even know the names of most of the books that we're going to get. I know Exodus and Deuteronomy and then uh, the Gospels. Genesis. And then the yeah. New Testament, yeah. Yeah, and the New I, Testament. I listened to one of these, and it's an interesting study because I know both of you individually as very smart guys. Mm -hmm. But Thanks. The, <laughs> Do we sound the, stupid? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like if you asked me about like Lord of the Rings or something, and I, maybe I'll do a... a podcasts like that where i read those and i'm like to what? make fun of us <laughs> no yeah, to you join. would do like a, a podcast just to spite us <laughs> i've meant inspired by like there's oh. a, a a sweet innocent boyish charm to your ah. tones where any of us who have had to be around a little bit of this and we're like oh it's so dumb so boring and you guys are like so uh, when do you say chapter and when do you say verse and i'm like <laughs> i think one of them went to harvard or something yeah that's, <laughs> one of them uh, did yeah yeah, we still don't know. Well, I think that's a funny idea for a podcast. No joke. I would love to hear that. 
<laughs> but don't at the end say like don't i sound stupid you gotta listen to these other guys if you like how <laughs> stupid i sound you're gonna love this <laughs> I, I mean i guess it's joking. not so bad <laughs> um well we're having a great time to be honest we do feel stupid but we're we're loving it so um we hope you feel the same yeah revel in the stupidity i love it and 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 like i say i i was around religion a little bit growing up but we didn't dig deep in it and to hear the actual wording of these is really really very fun well if you do if you do have any insights as we talk feel free to stop us because we always appreciate it but i if you don't it'd be fine if you just gently to us (laughs) yeah you (laughs) kind of hoisted yourself on your own petard like i think people are really gonna expect something smart (laughs) out of you (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, all I think about is theology. So, mm. yeah, get ready. Buckle up. <laughs> okay. I'd love to hear some of these theories. Well, the last we left off, we were uh, with Abraham, who is the, uh, yeah, actually a bunch of things happened. Abraham had a boy. His name is Isaac. They, they kicked out Abraham's wife's servant, who had his other baby named Ishmael. And Abraham kicked his servant and Ishmael out of the house, and they're now living in the forest. And Ishmael has become a great archer, which we hope will come back. It's either just a detail or, yeah, <laughs> they mentioned it, but he has not shot an arrow at anything yet. I'm kind of shocked there were forests. Right. That's it's true. It seems they would like take a very long time to grow. It seems a little deserty, but yeah, did, um, I hate to jump ahead, but did he, was he told to? kill anyone abraham told to kill anyone no okay nothing 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 next why do you ask <laughs> no reason <laughs> well so that's where we're at and we I, there was really no cliffhanger to know what's coming up so it's uh they never do i heard on an earlier one i was listening to you guys always want a cliffhanger and they're just they just <laughs> end abruptly and then it's the next next chapter yeah, it, it's still not clear how they determined when a chapter starts or ends, or and why, and why, and what it's. You don't have to, to have chapters. They're <laughs> so like, we want to make it seem like it's a big book. Just riff, man. It sounds yeah. like you guys are just riffing. Yeah, just go have fun. You know, but they, maybe they want the feeling of like finishing something. Yeah, I'm not ready to give up on the on a structured plot in the Bible, and I'm still trying to trying we'll to find it. I'm trying to weave everything they're saying all together, but I might give up soon well um let's do it bible uh, <laughs> you no. don't have to start at that no <laughs> yeah no wrong <laughs> even i know that's wrong <laughs> can you imagine in church all right bible. here uh, enough fun enough fun <laughs> bible genesis <laughs> it would get your attention and now i'm on board bible bible genesis chapter 22 verse 1 And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. See, already a really funny start. Already a trim, certainly. Already a trim. It's like, guys, the Bible is so long. Is there anything we can lose? It's like, well, they don't have to, like, greet each other. Yeah, does God have to say, Abraham, are you there? And then for him to respond, I'm here. I'm here. Go on. <laughs> if Abraham is there, he's there. Yeah. He, you're looking at him, God. I'm going to start doing that in text. Yes, I am here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I texted you. So uh, many of the things feel like it's just the invention of people <laughs> right. being together in this case. It's the right. first time people were together. 
so they didn't know that they couldn't just be together without saying, hello, I am here. I am here as well. <laughs> there was a guy in like 400 who was like, I'm just going to skip the I am yeah. here. I'm going to drop it because <laughs> you'll know because I'm know. talking I am to you. Here. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And he said, he being God, take now thy son, thine own only son, Isaac. Oh, this is going to be a very big story, I realize. This is a... This is what, yeah. This is this is what you might have been alluding to. Take thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Okay, now this is this is huge to me already, is that Abraham responded when he said, Abraham, and he said, yes, I'm here. But then he says, hey, can you kill your son? Abraham says nothing. And, and as always... It must maybe a loss in translation thing or something. There's always a, um, a detail that is not the one you care about. And here already God has said, okay, so kill your son on a mountain. I'm going to get to which mountain. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll tell you when you get closer, I'll tell you which mountain. And it's like, that's not the follow-up question. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know Maybe what you're thinking. Which, which mountain? mountain? <laughs> Can't tell you. Relax about that. I know yeah. you're stressing about that. Yeah, there's Go a big, big, there's a big big surprise about what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> it's the mountain that it is upon. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye, abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Hmm. Wow, so he's just going to go for it. And lying, straight up lying to these and guys. And lying to is because he knows it would sound crazy. Wait, so he says, he's saying... I was like lining up five ass jokes that I, I can tell this <laughs> podcast is not about, but I, I just think of you guys as these cretins that w- would like that. Filthy. Give us the <laughs> filthy ass. Well, we had a, uh, we just went through the whole like circumcision episode. So mm. we're like kind of exhausted. Got right. it. That's not, we like it, but we're so tired of, but the point is um, how did, how did you guys get that? He said he's lying to them. Well, he said, um, He's told these guys, me and my boy are going to go yonder and worship. Oh, oh. And and he's leaving out a little part of what they're going to do. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. more more about the kid, probably. But um, yeah. What's oh, oh, that he doesn't want to tell the kid. Yeah. So he's maybe winking at the guys. He yeah, I think he, he probably, if he stayed up late with the guys the night before, he was like, you want to know what this mission really is? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. going to be crazy. I have to tell you, because <laughs> it, it says they're already on their third day, so... He's told everyone, and because yeah. he knows they're going to be riding back without the, the little dude, and right. he's like, I might as well tell you what this is about. And Let me level with you. Yeah. It's kooky, I know, but <laughs> God's kooky. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, son. Oh, man. Classic. <laughs> he knows it's a bit at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
This is for the readers. <laughs> he knows he's being written about. They just started doing that in this app. In this, yeah. <laughs> he's cutting people done. off with it. Like, yeah. yes, here I am. And yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> we know Abraham. We know. And he said, "Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering?" And Abraham said, "My son, God will provide Himself a lamb for a burnt offering." So they went both of them together. Is that a little like cheeky answer? It's like oh. God knows how to get a lamb. Like you're the lamb. <laughs> you're we'll the find lamb. a lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needs like a little young thing. Well, yeah, I bet God has a way to get one. Where could we find a? <laughs> also, like it's a humongous three-day fake out to this poor kid. It, why not throw a lamb in a bag over your shoulder? Yeah, like great point. Why are they? They're really not trying at all to uh, disguise. You didn't think this through. (laughs) No. (laughs) And they came to the place where which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son, and the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I, here am I. Wow. No. <laughs> did he <No>. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he, Robert, though? <laughs> I like, did he really? <laughs> he said are it you, again? Are you serious, Robert? He said that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm just reading the word. <laughs> wow. The, Jeez, he's really like beating this thing to death. Yeah, Shut he, up, Abraham. <laughs> Abraham, Abraham, here am I. Shut up up and kill your kid. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Hmm. That wasn't really part of the deal, right? That he still had to sacrifice something? <laughs> no. It feel, <laughs> feels, yeah, like God's a little aware that like a three-day journey, like I feel like halfway through he was like, oh man, what did I do? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize they had to walk three days to get to this specific mountain and everything. Like, I, I, I guess I should make sure there's something there for them. Mm. Although I, I don't think they're getting get to eat it. They're just burning it. Yeah, for God, I think. They're just burning it for God, which brings up like another weirdness, which is like usually as I understand the offerings, it's something that you have that you give to God. But in this case, God gave him the ram. Just a trash <laughs> lamb or and ram. Hey no, a stupid ram that's like <laughs> caught in a bush. It's the worst ram there is. <laughs> Well, they go. probably made the ram magically appear and it got like right. it stuck. It's like half bush. <laughs> ah, like what? It, it doesn't even know what it is yet because it just was formed. <laughs> and if it was made that fast, it's probably like kind of dumb. He didn't have time yeah. to make a good brain. Yeah, it's <laughs> Give it back. Give it back. Yeah, yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> and Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. I don't know. 
So a- a- Abraham was liking everything. He was like, I got to name this place. This has been great. <laughs> I think so. He's so old and senile at this point. And I guess th- things are technically going well because he didn't have to kill his son. Yeah. He got a free ram out of it. Yeah. Um, just so you guys know, in my version, it said Abraham named the place, quote, the Lord will provide. Because hmm. he, he loves that ram move. He thought that was cool. <laughs> They're yeah. made for each other, those Abraham two. Abraham and God yeah. have a really, yeah, they always approve of what the other one is doing. No matter toxic. How crazy. crazy. Toxic relationship. So toxic. I've, 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 I've always hated this story so much. It's so frustrating. It's so, because it feels so much like petty humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, God has been mostly petty, <laughs> which feels like a bad justification for how pe- people act and then think that they're justified. Right, and acting that way, and the the opposite should be true. Yes, God. Uh, someone should have put Abraham up to this, and God should have stopped it and said, "No one should have to do this." A king, yeah. In, in the right. rewrite, I make it a king who has said, "Do this for me." Mm-hmm. God is like, "That is silly." Don't you know that He respects you already? He's you guys have this long history. Ugh. And then they're like, "And that is why we respect God most of all is that right. He knows we should never have to do these things." <laughs> right. That's a good. That's a good story. Yeah, we'll tag it on. You love to two. tag on. Yeah, maybe that'll three, be three. I guess at this premium point. Premium content is we'll like revise the Bible. Well, oh a, yeah, for the Patreon. For the Patreon subscribers, um, and this story. Now here's some coda to this story. Uh, and the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time, and said, "By myself have I sworn," saith the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Which... Is something that he already pro- he already got that yeah it seems like a little bit of uh god is kind of Rem- acting like you he, he never said that in the first place and it, yeah that's what <laughs> i was like well now that you did this for me i'll do you a solid in return it's like well this is why i was doing it because you told me that was going to happen i think he promised that f- for doing circumcising everyone in his household <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, yeah he it, god loved that <laughs> so much of it always feels to me like some older guys were like, it sucks that I can't have a ton of kids um, anymore. I got to have like 18 kids, but I'd love to, I'd love to have a bunch of young wives and have a bunch more kids. And they're like, let's write some stories where that happens to like a hundred year old. Like a hundred year old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, the, the ultimate, ultimate story nowadays is like a slacker is redeemed or like, Right. Someone is like fighting their way against the system. And back then the ultimate story was like a super old guy still had tons of kids. <laughs> <laughs> the Abraham want, wanted descendants so badly. It was like whining about it for, for a really long time. So yeah, that, yeah, we need, adds to, up. we need more stories about that. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> that's what our audience wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so satisfying just to hear about these old guys not having to stop screwing (laughs) yeah getting those kids um so abraham returned unto his young men 
And they rose up and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after these things that it was told that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah, she hath also borne children unto thy brother Nahor. Bad what? sentence. A real bad <laughs> sentence right there. Damn, is what? That, is that one of your top 10 worst Bible sentences so far? Because uh, that yeah, one, maybe. that was pretty rough. It was rough. It Sometimes the conjugation is just <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, here, I, let me help you out here. Um, then they returned to Abraham's young men. And I love that Abraham like hasn't filled them in on what's right. going like, hey, oh, I didn't have to do it, by the way. Just so you guys, <laughs> it's just a little test from God. Um, then they traveled home again to Beersheba, where Abraham lived for quite some time. Soon after this, Abraham heard that Milcah, his brother Nahor's wife, uh, had borne Nahor eight sons. So Milcah, a woman, Abraham had a brother Nahor this whole time. I didn't I even know he had a brother Nahor. They never, never mentioned it. That. We knew about Lot, his nephew, but ne- oh, well, I guess if he had a nephew. And he's like, and we're supposed to be excited that he's an uncle. I'm I'm an uncle. (laughs) Yes! Everyone's an uncle. He gets to be a father and an uncle. Yes! It's like, yeah, he'll have more children than the stars in the sky, but there's something missing. I I like a good (laughs) uncle. (laughs) What about the kids that he's just going to spoil a little, you know, and take them out, but not have to, you know, diaper them and everything? Yeah, it's a little like a Christmas. Uncle story. Abe. Like, why don't you check behind that couch? I think there's an extra little surprise for you. <laughs> yes. I'm an uncle. And there's more uh, about the sons. Huz, his firstborn, and Buzz, his brother. Buzz? <laughs> Buzz? Come and on. Huz. Huz, and Bu- Huz and Buzz. Huz, his firstborn, and Buzz, his brother, and Kemuel, the father of Aram, and Chezed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Jitlaf, and Bethuel, and Bethuel begat Rebekah. These eight Milcah did bear to Nahor, Abraham's brother. And his concubine, whose name was Reuma, she bare also Teba, and Gaham, and Thahash, and Macha. The end. Classic <laughs> Bible chapter ending. I love that they just threw in that he was had a concubine there the whole time, too. And she had kids. They they thought the whole world would be about 70 people and they wanted to keep a photo album. Is that like, they're just everyone. like, let's keep track. And they didn't imagine that there would be billions. And so um, we don't care of, about. And so what? These... Jidlash? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right. But if you lived in a world where there were thousands of people, you're like, that's kind of important. I'd like to know every single person that came before me. Yeah. yeah. It's like a neighborhood. Yeah, who is related to that that famous guy Abraham? Uh, I want I want to hear about his nephews and nieces. And if one of them had a kid, toss it into the middle of that because there was one where it was like, and, and by the way, she had a kid. Oh yeah, she had one too. And if he, and if he has a concubine, you could say it. I'm no judgment here. <laughs> I just want to know their names. I live near them, don't I? <laughs> and maybe I'm their uncle too, if I'm lucky. We keep wait. They keep doing these lists of names, and we keep waiting to assuming that there's going to be chapters dedicated to each and every one of them, but it just fully hasn't happened yet. And I wonder if it ever will, or if this will be the last we hear of Huzz and Buzz. Buzz. I cannot believe Buzz is an old Testament name. I thought it was like an old guy's nickname. 
<laughs> it's it's it what, you get, what you get called in the army. I mean, like, there's there's like Tennessee and Buzz and which played yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, Buzz. Buzz Aldrin and Buzz from Home Alone are the only two like buzzes out there. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz. It's like a military regimented, right. you know, short haircut kind of guy. Buzz. Right. Yeah. And the original one was a nephew of uh, Abraham, Abraham that Abraham. he got a call about when he was almost killing his son. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, buddy? You're an uncle. <laughs> All right. Things are really turning up, like looking good for me. Um, guys, do, should, we, should we burn through one more? This, is, yeah. this seems like a shorty of a chapter if we want to do let's one do more. It. Yeah, let's, let's hit do up it. one more. Okay, great. Um, I'm actually curious, like, what happens directly after the events of this? Yes, like, after a big story, where do they, how do they get to another story? Right. They they definitely don't seem to do another story writing, like, TV thing. Uh, there's no repercussions. No. Like, the juicy scene that they've set up here is Isaac going to his yeah. dad and being like, what was Fantastic that? And you scene. never get it. it. It'd be great. But even even more, I find that they don't do a lot of tension before the events. Right. You know, there could be so much of of Isaac putting together what's happening and <laughs> his own feelings about it, but they're like, nah, nah. Right. There's a ram in a bush, and they kill that instead. Yeah, I, they should have had a little bit like Isaac looked around, sweat starting to grow on his brow. Where is the lamb, father? Right. He said, uh, a lump growing in his throat. No, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Throw and that was, in there. And was he excited about all the nephews? That's another question. Right, right. True. Cousins. <laughs> He's like, I've got eight cousins and one of them had a kid. <laughs> cool. I'm but not like... dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Chapter 23. And Sarah was 107 and 20 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. Can I say... When they start with and, it make <laughs> it makes me think they did do trims, but how how do you not trim some of this other stuff then? But yeah, they think it's important. Wait, you think that there was something before that and? I think yeah, it's like they were talking about the weather patterns for a while or something, and then they're like, I think we can come in right with and Sarah. I think the and is a little like how they've been that how when people say hi to each other, they have to say are. Hey, I, I'm here, and they go. I'm here too. <laughs> I am like, here. If, at the beginning of every chapter, this is a, a additional thought. You should probably say "and." It's like a child's how a child talks, <laughs> and then a, this happened, and then this happened, and this happened. Oh, and a whole other chapter happened. Right, I right. Forgot. I'm surprised, or I shouldn't be. I'm not surprised, but that they just mentioned Sarah existing, and now they're like, and now she's dead. <laughs> well, and and that person's dead now. Oh, well, we haven't gotten to that line, but yeah. Oh, alert. well, sorry. I thought that was, <laughs> they said and that, that was the life of Sarah. Right. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in, oh. in Kurjatharba. Oh. Kurjatharba. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I know that place. <laughs> That's in well, the Bible? Guys, I, yeah. I totally know that place. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, yeah, there's a really good bar. In there's a place with a great Reuben, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, Sarah died in Kirjatharba. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham stood up from before his dead and spake unto the sons of Heth, 
saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you that I may bury my dead out of my sight. What? I'm so she died. Weren't they together? They're not divorced. Why did she? She's she died in a fully different place that he wasn't at. Maybe they were separated. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. But is this them thinking, starting to be like, "Hey, we're burying our dead really close to our kitchens and stuff, and maybe we need to mm. story about that." <laughs> it's it's just like a. We're gonna put it into a fun story, but take note in the part where he's like, "And I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it kind of outside of town where we where." This is the first time they're talking about like burying someone, as I as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So it could very well be. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, "Hear us, my lord. Thou art a mighty prince among us. In the choice of our sepulchers, I think I'm pronouncing sort of correct. Bury thy dead." None of us shall withhold from thee his sepulchre, sepulcher, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. Okay. Um. Yeah. Here, or just yeah. Uh, certainly, for you are an honored prince among us, which is a weird thing to say. Is that just because God likes him a lot? Probably. It's not. Like, yeah. Um. It'll be a privilege to have you choose the finest of our tombs, so you can bury her there. Yeah. Use the tombs. Check it out. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. Um, Oh, that's another funny Bibleism. Sometimes they'll say even, and you're like, why is that more? Why is that notable? Even these guys. Yeah, they're like, he said hi to, he said hi to Huz and Buzz and does, does, even to Myrdek. (laughs) You're like, they're like, oh. you guys remember that last guy, right? I mean, you, yeah. don't, you don't need to say hi to old dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he stood up and bowed to everyone, even to the children of Heth. I think we should ask our, our theologian friend, and like, what's the deal with them saying even? Is it just random? Yeah, I'll write it down. And he communed with them saying, if it be your mind that I should, if it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar, that Ephron. he may... Ephron. Like Ephron. Like Zach Ephron. Like Zach Ephron. Yeah. Entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar. Don't mess with the Zohar. That he may give <laughs> me the cave of Machpelah, which he hath. Which, I'm just reading this verbatim at this point. This sucks. Chapter this sucks. sucks. This is the worst chapter I've ever heard. This is so <laughs> bad. That he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which, <laughs> which he hath, which is in the end of his field. Oh for God. as much money as it is worth, he shall give it to me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. This is just like they hit a home run with that Isaac story. It's like, they're, they're, you know, he's going to sacrifice him. He doesn't do it. They come yeah. down. Wow, he's an uncle. And yeah. they're like, how do we follow that up? And they just fumbled the ball. Yeah, they're, I don't know what's coming up or whatever. I think you guys already had no or whatever, but they're they're like, we got some good stuff coming up. But first, um, there was that thing we were going to do about how he got the land to bury his wife. <laughs> I feel like that could just be done in a couple of verses. It's like, <laughs> we got to fill out a bunch of pages. Yeah, there's. A, I want to kind of give a couple of shout outs to some people in some towns. <laughs> 
Are you sure? Because it a lot of times we just say someone died and then we just move on to somebody they, else. They love saying they lived 900 years and, yeah, died. and then they died. Are we sure? And I, I do appreciate how much Abraham is saying, you, you know, I just want to bury my dead wife out of my sight, like get her out of my sight. It makes it seem like <laughs> it's always it. out of it. Yeah. Burying just get her out of my sight, you know, insight. Yeah. And also Thank for you. all the time they're spending on this, um, just also there's no conflict from the people of Heth. Like he's saying, I insist that I bury my wife here. And they're like, great, use the tombs that we have. Use some of our fine, the finest tombs of Heth. We have them. They're outside of the city. Go for it. Yeah, I just don't want to see my dead wife, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. (laughs) I just need her out of my sight. (laughs) I'm sick of her. Use the cave. (laughs) Go ahead, yeah. Yeah. Okay, burial time, maybe. Okay, and Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth. And Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my lord, hear me. The field give I thee, and the cave that is therein I give it thee. In the presence of the sons of my people give I it thee. You got it, man. Barrier. They're just filling their hand with so many words. It says, bury thy dead. Go for it, buddy. Just do it. Yeah, but I really want a barrier. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Once again, it's like an Abbott and Costello sketch. Yeah, we are saying the same thing, Abraham. Guys, I hate to break it to you, but we're like halfway through this chapter. It's not close to being done. He thought there was going to be a fight about like, can I bury my wife here? He had all these lines prepared about what he would say when they Mm -hmm. said no. The people of Heth are, are so tough about this stuff. And always a bunch of kids, because the kids don't have anything to do, so they're standing around watching this <laughs> low-stakes negotiation between the adults. With a dead body right there. <laughs> With a yeah, dead woman. <laughs> they're like, I wonder what's going to happen. Everyone is saying, go ahead, buddy. Just put her in the thing. Just do it. It's weird that you have her here. Now. Like, it, Come on, there's kids here. Yeah, but how much? <laughs> how much is it going to cost me? And Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. Ugh. It's so funny. They're like, stop. Oh my gosh. Get out of here. You're slow, slow. <laughs> you don't need to bow down before us all. <laughs> and he spake unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, but if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me. I will give thee money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, My lord, hearken unto me. The land is worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. Just go wherever you want. Dan, am I missing something from the easy Bible? Like, I'll give you the cave. He said, uh, then Abraham bowed to the people. They're like, oh, why? (laughs) Um, He's like, listen to me. I will buy it from you. Let me pay the full price for the field so I could bury my dead there. And Ephron said, the land is worth 400 um, pieces of silver, but what's that between friends? Go ahead and bury your dead. Okay, right. And it's like, please, let me pay. Let me pay, let me pay, fine. And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron. And Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, 400 shekels of silver current money with the merchant this is such filler <laughs> remember the 400 shekels he had 400 shekels and then he took the 400 shekels <laughs> yeah 
You get They're, it. They, they don't care if you bury her there. I also don't think that land is ruined once you bury one body mm. in it. They're like, it's it was worth this, but we'll give it to you. And then it's done. And Oh, right. It's, it's just going to be, there's going to be a body in there and that's okay. Yeah. yeah, like why do you have to buy the entire land? Just put it in there. Yeah. We can still do whatever we want with this land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you can point. still put a house on top of Sarah. No offense. God rest, you know. and the field of Ephron which was in Machpelah which was before Mamre the field and the cave which was therein and all the trees that were in the field that were in all the borders round about were made sure unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth before all that went in at the gate of his city okay And after this, two more verses. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, the same as God, in the land of Canaan. And the field and the cave that is therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. (laughs) And all the children therein. That's the one time I would have added, and all the children therein. Yeah, that could have used it. All the children therein. It's yeah, kind of weird. The yeah. So was that like the invention of of a cemetery? <laughs> is that why that was like a big deal? This is the first time. Why didn't he use the tombs? Yeah, they have such nice tombs. That's why it's like it's not even the story of the first time they buried someone. It's true. They have they literally have tombs that are ready for people to go into at any time. We got plenty. And he's like, no, I want to use this land. And they say, okay, go for it. No, I have to pay. Okay. Okay. Like, just why don't you just explain what you want and we'll do it? I mean, for the people, I, I, I listened to, um, uh, unfollow, uh, audiobook, um, that was great. Oh, yeah. Recently about, I did uh, too. A, a woman, yeah, who not long ago left the, um, Westboro Baptist Church. And there's an epiphany she has at some point where talking to other, intellectual people they start to point out some light discrepancies in the bible (laughs) Mm. and it's kind of like well are you how did that take any time like right how how are you not from the beginning like oh well that this whole i i've gone four pages tonight in reading before bed where it's all trash right nuts so like what, this is, what this were is the all... inconsistencies that suddenly like rocked her world that were so, right. so much more inconsistent than anything else? From the beginning, it seems like there's a lot of fat on this, but mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, at the core, it's pretty nice for anyone to be like, all of this uh, is is important, is is very funny. And, um, and to have an epiphany is so funny that like, you know what? Some of this isn't, isn't totally perfect (laughs) yeah it doesn't doesn't all add up baby steps well we were told by our uh uh, dan's relative who uh is a is a retired minister that it's like that the bible is actually a compilation of like many other pre-christian religions texts and they were like synthesizing like multiple stories and instead of like trying to synthesize it into like one story they intentionally like left like multiple versions of the same story in the bible like to create a sort of like layered effect that was his attitude i mean that that actually helps like 
make you embrace it more as opposed to like these people are dumb it's like oh this was a best of they just were gathering text but that's not how it's treated right is, is what's interesting and and similarly um when you get to them the four gospels are four of 30 or something which probably means 500 or, or whatever but um that they picked those four to tell the life of jesus and and yeah those will be repeaty at times but then there's like 26 others that aren't in there you know what i'm talking about no not but at all matthew mark luke and john are four of um something uh, like 30 gospels that were written and they got they won they got hey, congrats. in congrats oh they like won a contest like a writing contest <laughs> right right <laughs> They got a fellowship. Um, it, it really is like that. I think, it, especially John was because of kind of a poetic. There was the light, and there, there was, and it was he. He had a writing style, and so he won. But but there's you know stories about Jesus and twenty five other ones that aren't even um, included in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Are they? Do, can you? Can one read them at all? It's a good question. I I don't know, or if they just know they were out there or something. This is not something I uh, majored in or anything, but I heard that at one point. It's something to dig into when you guys get close to that and maybe yeah. see if, if you can dig up one of the un, unpublished, the ones that didn't make the big dance. Well, if you're listening to the podcast and you have one of the secret never-before-read uh, gospels, um, that please email us at biblebrotherspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to read it. If yeah, if you have a PDF or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess that that kind of ba- that does it for uh, this episode. Yeah, it was a good one big story followed by one stinker. Maybe the worst story, that might have <laughs> been the worst story we've had so far is Abraham forcing himself on this town <laughs> and their tombs. I kind of respected how mundane it was. Like I, right. I, I much, what's the word? I less prefer the stories that are just, here's a, this whole chapter is going to be a list of names. Yeah, a list of names. I wasn't counting those as, as those stories, are, but those, those are brutal. Stink. There's something kind of like meditative about, and then we see him take out the money. And Abraham is mostly money. insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham. He's like a really like unlikable main character. And as like a one? sketch character, it's very funny to look at it that way and be like in the sketch in this way, he's he comes in, uh to a, a shop and he's like i would like this item and they're like you can have it for free and he's <laughs> like uh no sir i i yeah. want to haggle with you <laughs> and they're like we okay. will not haggle and it's like he's he's a monty python character it seems mm-hmm. like he's a good performer and he's trying to get some drama going in this story right and he's his, doing a, the bible a favor and the people of heth just keep obliging <laughs> i wonder if we just won't hear from them again because they're too boring <laughs> They're like, uh, and then he and Abraham went to a crazy town after that. He's never going back to Heth. Yeah. All the people of Heth gathered up and they were like, that was kind of our shot, guys. Yeah. And, <laughs> I think we blew it. We blew it. We should have <laughs> given some conflict. I don't know. All you kids were just standing around. They're never going to write that about was Abraham. That was like the Abraham. I didn't realize that's what he was trying to do. I, I, I just thought it was like a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. He's the guy. You're supposed to get into it with him. Yeah, like the last time he went to a strange town, like all the men of the town like circled the house and demanded to have sex with him and all of yeah. his friends. Yeah, that rocks. <laughs> it's like, we should have done great. that. That was that good. Was, 
That was a good story. Uh, I dream of having been a guest on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to read well, that one. Mike, should people watch AP Bio? Uh, yes. Great. Great. Awesome. Thank you, guys. And we <laughs> and we, we mentioned AP Bio on our show, so you'll mention uh, the Bible Brothers on your show. Oh, yeah. Can you write it? <laughs> That's how it works, right? <laughs> if we give you a, We have... Because we said, we go see AP Bio, so one of your characters. That would be great. And it's all locked. <laughs> We're, the season three is locked, we, but I do have two sound passes to go oh, on the final two episodes. Perfect. So on the back of someone's head, we're also <laughs> done with ADR for those. So on the back of someone's head, it'll be my voice going like, I'm going to go listen to Bible Brothers <laughs> as they walk out of a room. That would be really helpful. That'd Thank be you. really great. People yeah. will definitely Google that. Uh, <laughs> why does why does Jack say that with a different voice, <laughs> completely out of context? So fast because there's it's a long sentence and we only had two seconds. He had to cut out some frames, so he's like, "I'm so mad," and he turns and starts heading out. And he says, "I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna go listen to Bible Brothers though," and and we leave the the mess up in. That <laughs> well, that would be really helpful for us. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to get into the double digits of most popular um religious religion podcasts. We're at like a hundred right now. It, it, you're in a tricky area because um I feel like religious people might hate it. I know you guys are being respectful and very kind of sweet about it all. Um sort of like innocent babe in the woods kind of vibes, like mm-hmm. guys who have never read a book sort of cool vibe and but um <laughs> <Right>. the, <laughs> But Stupid. I feel like they'll be hesitant about it. And then I wonder if mainstream people understand that it's not going to be preachy. Right. Yeah. It's uh, neither here nor there. We like to say. We're screwed. Yeah. Well, we're always ready to give up at any time. Robert and I have a deal that if someone emails us to stop recording (laughs) the podcast, then we will honor that. (laughs) One email, one tweet, and All it takes is one. Stop. Yes, sir. Or ma'am, thank you. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Well, until then, uh, keep reading your Bibles. Email us uh, if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, whatever. Mike, thank you for being such a great guest. Dan, thank you, guys. Thank you for being great. a great co-host. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.